Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Well, Dalby, what a Hi day! Hi there. How are you? So this is new for us here because now we've I've I've I don't need that. I've jumped you, as in checkers. I've jumped you. My king has jumped your non-king, and I have jumped from Connecticut on the road over Massachusetts now to Vermont. So I'm in Vermont, and you're in Massachusetts still. And let me tell you, Alice, this ride up here today, my brother picked me up. He bought a, he, no, he didn't buy, he rented a huge uh, Ford Exposition, Expedition. It's ridiculous. You and I need to stop buying cars that are 25 years old. It's ridiculous. <laughs> well, got, my 2019 car gets here tomorrow. So. Ideally. So this is incredible. So, you know, it's one of these big things that <clears throat> you plug your phone in and suddenly the, the interface becomes the phone. It's smart. It knows all sorts of stuff. It's like, and it's huge. It's a fat guy friendly car. The fats, like this should be fat approved. Why don't I do that? Why don't I just create that certification? Like, you know, AAA, Motor Trend, and fat approved. <laughs> yeah, is, you can start your own uh, whole thing. For it is living. Fat guy approved furniture, cars, restaurants. Right. You can have a whole website, fatguyapproved.com. Seriously. Seriously, FGA. Uh, and so we got we got all sorts of stuff. I brought all the equipment in. And I brought all sorts of luggage in and a table in the car. And my brother brought his own table. And you got a dog that that we, we don't even know who belongs to or, uh, is with us. And and my son, my oldest son, is with us. And it's just like uh, that's living. But listen to this. So we're cruising, cruising up ninety three. Obviously the speed limit, but flying. Making great, uh, no, uh, no, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, 93, and then we go to, we've got to pick up so much, this is a moonshot of a trip, because we've got a family house in Vermont, it uh, it didn't have internet, 
So so we had to go to West Lebanon, New Hampshire, which is congratulations if you get to spend a lot of time in the West Lab. <laughs> it sucks, but uh, but West Lebanon, New Hampshire, to the uh, Comcast store to see if they've got the right cable thing for the thing for the, to get to this house. And so so it's like we're rolling the dice in eight different ways. Not only do they have to does the store have to be open like it said it was, which doesn't guarantee anything, but then we have to come back here and have it work. And then it has to work for the Comrex, which is how I communicate back with WTIC. And then, of course, the burn barrel. And so we get there, and they couldn't have gone better. My brother went in and, and talked to the guy, and the guy is like, yeah, but I know how to handle it. So the internet is working, which is why we're talking right now. Um, did but, you test your Comrex yet for yes, tomorrow? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I could at least hear. So I got them, yeah. Um, <laughs> and so... I, yeah, I heard of some financial show, which must be barter time, where they are endorsing more people than I am, which is fine. So then, um, so then we got, um, so then this is, so this tells you what's going on. Then we're in West Lebanon, New Hampshire, where there's still, by the way, John Sununu, I mean, um, Chris Sununu. Chris Sununu. Masking is the rule everywhere. And but was there Russian vodka available? Uh, well, we didn't go to the packy. We decided to <laughs> since we decided to just drink what's here if there's anything, and and if not, whatever. But here's the thing. So, so we go to we were hungry. I, my brother, for the first time in 23 years, my brother was on time to the minute. Uh, usually, he's two to seven hours late, depending. He was on time to the minute, so I didn't get to whack out a beautiful bowl of spaghetti on my last day of being a fat. So we're all hungry. So we go to, in West Leb, we look at the KFC across the street. It's packed. There's 86 cars there. It was crap. We all had, we had, we all had to go to the bathroom. That's the other thing. Uh, so then we go down the street and to the Wendy's. We try to go in. It's only doing drive through because of the thing. We go to the McDonald's. The McDonald's, Alice, is, mm-hmm. is um, under construction. <laughs> so they're beginning repaired and so then we go to the Burger King and we run out have to go to the bathroom we run into the front door and, and it has the hours my James my son checked the hours open till 7pm locked only drive through so oh, then we're screwed. right then we're then so then we have to jump back I kind of think restaurants are like just doing that because I, the, it requires the, so much less labor than like being open and having to have people to clean stuff and well, like all those Yeah, and they can't get staff. I don't think they can staff it anyway. Right. But but that's not a good, a good sign for West West Lebanon because West Lebanon among other things is uh, on the outskirts of Dartmouth Hitchcock, which is its own city and its own whatever. But anyway, which we hate by the way. We hope it okay. goes up. With okay. So but anyway, so, so then we can't get anything to eat. So then we say, screw it. We'll go, we'll try it on the road. We get back in the highway to try to, cause I want to get all this done. I want to get this set up and start doing the podcast. And we start, we'd get up on, uh, we're, we're at 89 this, at this point, highway 89, I 89. And the, the ways tells us the quickest way to go is 91 North. Now, you know this, Alice, if you go 91 North, yeah. it's very pretty, but there's nothing. So nowhere to eat. Yeah. So we say no problem at all. We'll take ninety one. We'll try to screw up, screw up to St. Jane, uh, Johnsbury, St. Jay, and it, and then those roads to the town we're in. Those roads, um, there's one huge motor convenience store that'll be perfect. So we go up on 
91. Mm-hmm. And fill, fill for a second, Alice. Uh, yeah, so you go up on 91, and you have no nothing, nowhere to stop. Precisely. So then Continue. We're, we're driving to 91. At one point, in as we were heading towards West Lebanon, we noticed in the distance some like whiteness, and we thought maybe that's snow. We go up in 91, and we run into I've never had this before in my life. We get sacked, just nailed. Suddenly, we run into a vicious snow squall that pushes the car, and it's suddenly a whiteout. Oh, wow. And it was crazy. And we're like, holy, what the hell is going on? And at times, we were totally- Did you have to, like, pull over? A lot of people did. We almost did. There weren't too many people on the road going that way. They were all going the other way. But we're like, holy hell, what's going on here? We got. I've never seen a snow squall like this before in my life. It was just wow. so violent and crazy and huge pieces Global of snow. warming, Tom. Global warming. Well, so- Climate th- change. I get it. So, so then, we're as we're driving, um, uh, we're barely moving, and then- um, and then I'm like, my fear is that at some point something's going to be icy. And uh-huh. as we're crawling along, crawling along, crawling along, two co- other cars like passed us on the left. We're like, where did they go? As far as I know, they went into a ditch because then we got around the corner and they were they couldn't see them anymore. And suddenly then the car is fishtailing <laughs> that we're in. And, and- <laughs> That's a not an easy car to... Uh, no, so big fishtail either. Right, so we're like, oh, this is my nightmare. I'm not driving, and we're fishtailing. And my brother is one of these drivers who, like, he'll he's not afraid to drive like close to the the shoulder. Like he'll do that. I assume it's some kind of stick it. Um. So anyway, so then we white knuckle it to the place we're supposed to be, which I hate. Uh, which I hate. Just I hate the slick roads. I uh, are the roads going to be a mess when I come up tomorrow? No, I don't. I don't think so. But anyway, so we finally get up there, and oh wait a second, I think the wrong camera's working on me. Hold on, hold on. I think it's the wrong camera. Oh wait, yes, it is the wrong camera. My goodness, what's going on here? I will hold on. I will have the right camera. Hold on, everybody. Everybody wants to see the real you. FaceTime. It's still just says top shot. Other camera. Hold on. I'm gonna plug it back in. This is the this is the USB port that I tried to stick a knife into one of the times. Oh. Do you remember recently one of the kids tried to put a quarter in like one of the USB? It wasn't a USB port because that wouldn't fit, but it was like a a SD card drive or something on my computer. They found some hole that a quarter would fit into, so they just shoved it in there. (sighs) Yeah, there is a lot of that going around. Now you see it. Now you see it. There we go. There we go. Actually, the other one was probably better. You look kind of bluish now. That's all. Um, I when do? I get up there, I can adjust the it one? for you a bit, but it's fine. I don't mind, honey. You can Here's just have one. that camera. You like this it's one a, better? It's fine. You like this one better. Yeah. Okay. So you anyway, look, uh, more like golden and glowing. There, okay. We'll see when so, I get there, and I'll bring the light and everything too. Okay. Thank you very much. So, so anyway, it was just white knuckly thing, and and finally we got here. We got set up, etc. And so everything's working. All the things worked. All things worked. I have to give Jimmy credit, my brother. Yeah, uh, you were all ready to be mad about that. You've been ready to be mad about that for about two weeks. Right. Well, because... You've been gearing up to have a problem with the technology setup in Vermont. It, well, yeah. Well, be, well, because, Alice, it, it's 
it's a concerning issue for me. You know, it's everything I comes know, down to I one know. little wire. And I've got maniacs running around. Any who knows what can happen. And silverbacks, as you know, Alice, which is something we'll get mm-hmm. into much later with the audience. <laughs> They're not ready for that. Yeah, that's not ready for, for sure. that. So anyway, <laughs> uh, I haven't seen the news in maybe four hours, but I did watch or listen to most of the Sunday shows today. And okay. the, the big takeaway from the Sunday shows were was that somehow Ukraine's hanging in there, doing better than yes. we thought. I do think that um, it, it, there is almost a consensus on these shows that we've done, both we and most of Europe has done too little too late to help out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea that, you know, all of these, you know, these Javelin missiles or whatever they are that they're using against these tanks, etc., and these this, these other arms that they have that work against the planes, these things are working. They're actually terrorizing some of these columns, uh, armored mm-hmm. columns, and they shot down some planes. And so these the the Russians it, it don't have air support superiority yet, or didn't at least a few hours ago. Well, also a lot of the European countries have, you know, created no fly zones. They've said no. Well, Russians and that's in their that's, a, that's a recent thing. That's a and um, mm-hmm. and that's north. Is that Finland and stuff? <clears throat> It's a lot of the countries around right. there, actually. Yeah. So now like Turkey, I think, too. Right, yeah. and so suddenly, there were initial goals Putin needed to be met, and he didn't meet those goals initially, and it's created a a um, morale uh, vacuum for the Russians. Yeah, and it's created a, a morale, you know, volcano for the for the for Ukraine. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, so things are going relatively well. Now, it doesn't. It doesn't I really... do think, though, too. I do think, though, too, that there is an aspect of this where Ukraine is winning an online propaganda war as well. Yep. Uh, as you know, it it's hard to know exactly what's happening in the country in the real, live, actual physical war, right? Because uh, there is, you know, anytime stuff like this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> there's all kinds of like conflicting reports coming out everywhere. You don't know who to believe already a ton of these like sort of too good to really believe heroic tales of Ukrainian, whatever have turned out to be like fake, like the snake Island thing, fake the ghost of Kiev pilot guy fake. I mean, they are shooting down some planes, but like I, I just, I would at this point take everything with a grain of no salt doubt. because both sides are obviously trying to propagandize for the Ukrainians. I think it's more a thing where they really want to propagandize the West to say like, you need to help us. We're the right. good guys. We're doing everything we can. We're like the scrappy little guy fighting off this evil empire by ourselves. You know, like a lot of the shots that you're seeing of Zelensky and his fatigues are like from last year. They're not from this which is i mean fine maybe he's wearing fatigues right now who knows i don't know but like a lot of the photos that are going around are older too right some of that stuff could be you know them using stock photos so that they can't get a right. the guy you know he they love right to i mean him. and they probably don't want to give away but but a lot of this is i i just i would i would consume a lot of this information with a skepticism because a lot of it is information that's put out there for the west to consume and like think these things i mean like some of the pictures of the hot girls with rifles are like airsoft rifles mm-hmm. and other there's a bunch of this stuff out there and it's not to say like i do think ukraine I, I do think it's true that ukraine is doing better than expected right because there was sort of this expectation that russia was just going to come in and smush them um so i do think there's that 
I also think that Russia's fighting kind of this expectation that they're this like huge badass superpower. I mean, even when we've had wars where countries are big badass superpowers that have totally destroyed other countries, like it takes more than like a few days, right? Mm-hmm. Like the Germans didn't like overcome France in like three days, right? Uh, well, can you hear me? Yes, it was pretty quick. I mean, I think, but. But I just I think that there's that kind of expectation problem. There's also a lot of stories out there that a lot of these Russians that are getting shut down or captured are, you know, that they're conscripted. And a lot of them are saying, like, I didn't even want to come to Ukraine. Don't blame me. I thought I was on training exercises. And I think that the the Russian propaganda that you're seeing that's out there, because they're definitely obviously propagandizing, too. I I don't really believe anything anybody's Mm -hmm. saying at the moment. But I think a lot of the Russian propaganda is aimed more at their own people than at the West, because I don't think this is a particularly popular thing in Russia. You know, not only do people not enjoy getting conscripted to go die to, like, overcome some other country, especially when, like, your country has its own problems, economic and COVID and otherwise, right? And, like, so there's that. And then now, like, all these sanctions and stuff, and that's, like... Well, a lot of this stuff hurts the common people, which obviously, like, sucks for the Russian people, but Putin doesn't care that much about. But a lot of this has started kind of bothering some of these oligarchs who are very powerful. And a lot of them are starting to kind of rumble about, you know, having a problem with this war and hoping Putin wraps it up quickly because they're, like, not enjoying this financially. And that's an issue for Putin because... Like those people he actually needs, unlike the common people, mm-hmm. right? So that's an issue. So they are doing peace talks now, right? Which I think that you know something could happen here where they work something out. I don't think it's going to be anything that Ukraine is going to want to agree to, but I, I, I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know. But Putin's also escalated the like nuclear threat, which is mm-hmm. kind of freaky. And, and that's I, after I all, that's after the Europeans ratcheted up the sanctions and. And did the swift banking deal, which is going mm-hmm. to be big. But you know what? I don't. I think that Putin ha- can offset almost all of these measures. Uh, what I think he can't offset is when you talk about the oligarchs and other influential mm-hmm. people in Russia. Is that I believe that they were probably given a timetable, and Putin's right. missing it. And I, you know, I'm not there, and I can say it easy right here um, mm-hmm. from Vermont. But uh, I almost wish that um, Zelensky had. Uh, refused the meetings you know if they've got all the if they've got all the you know if they've got all the, the momentum behind them right now or, and, the, and the, i do the, think they have pr momentum i do think they're doing better than expected i don't know how i mean putin can send a lot of people to go die in ukraine before <laughs> like you know i i i don't it, I think the Ukrainians mostly would like this to stop, and you know, I don't. I don't think they want to accept any terms with Putin, but I do think they want to. I do think their preference would be that this end. So I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, uh, but certainly, like the word of the day on Twitter has been palace coup with these oligarchs sort of talking. Is that people who are like Russia watchers seem to think, though maybe not like super likely, there's for the first time in a very long time a real possibility that Putin could be in political trouble at right. home. Well, then that was one of the themes that were going on around in the Sunday show: is that will there be a Julius Caesar thing happening? 
And they mm-hmm. used that term, too. And, and mostly the people in the know said no. And that makes sense, too. Uh, you don't mm-hmm. – you, you certainly – if you're in the position of Putin, you undergird the, your buffered security and make sure anybody who was a threat has been neutralized and poisoned long ago, I assume. Um, but but you never know. But, but who knows? So, but, but that's what you hear there. Um, you know, so I guess I guess so far it's, it's, it's tepid, to, tepid good news. I think the most striking thing that's come out of this weekend was is the Biden administration – even though we know now that not being energy independent is a big problem now and being yeah right and not only that but let me just read you from my substack today else um uh in 2021 russia accounted for 21% of all us gasoline imports with canada second at 17 17% by value, Russian imports increased 71%, which is slightly less than gasoline imports from the world, which increased 80%. The Russian total was $12.7 billion. So uh, on the energy sector, uh, the way that President Biden has approached sanctions is we want to take every step to maximize. Oh, no, sorry. This is what Saki says. So in other words, and there's a Forbes article on it, and this just tells you what you need to know. The article is called Russia is United States top source of imported gasoline. So that we are so reliant on these people would tell you that there's one thing that we could certainly do. There's an action item we need to take immediately, immediately to uh, to minimize this problem or improve the situation here because we cannot live like this. And, and, and if we want to have I mean, we're in we're in the rears with Russians on energy payments. Like, what, are you kidding me? But here's Jen Psaki oil leases, this weekend. What this actually justifies. What she says is, and I'll read the quote first before we play it, because okay. I, because the, the quote the um the audio is only half. She says, the, "So George Stephanopoulos asked her if she was uh if the administration was open to more drilling and overall production, uh and." This is her answer to that, which to me is effing shocking. On oil leases, what this actually justifies in President Biden's view is the fact that we need to reduce our dependence on foreign oil, on oil in general, and need to, and we need to look at other ways of process, of having energy in our country and others. One of the interesting things, George, we've seen over the last week or so is that a number of European countries are recognizing they need to reduce their own reliance on Russian oil. On oil leases. That to me, that is effing incredible incredible that this that this administration that they don't learn a damn thing as they go it's incredible and so they're sticking with this is like them being you know six miles from from the iceberg and saying nope we're not changing course nope nope we're not changing course but the iceberg is right there you can have a win right now you can change course and do it nope no what it tells us yeah. is that you could approve the Keystone Pipeline right now. You could bring back all those jobs. It could be a big heroic, like pro-America, anti-Russian thing that would actually do something, unlike right. throwing away Russian vodka, because that's like what New Hampshire is doing, not just Russian made, but Russian branded vodka. So like, even if it's not made in Russia and owned by like a Russian expat who doesn't even another, like Putin. S- another F-head move by Chris Sununu. What are you doing, dude? Jesus yeah, so it's lame. so dumb. It's so dumb. It's like the Freedom Fries thing. Like, just stop. It's so stupid. It's worse than the Freedom Fries thing. We didn't we said we just rebranded French fries? You could still order them. 
Yeah, you didn't make McDonald's throw out their French fries because right. that's what they're doing in New Hampshire. How ridiculous is that? Although, I mean, like, I think a lot of liquor stores are just like pulling it off the shelves because it's like making them, they don't want like the reference out there. But like, I don't understand why we always have to do this like dumb virtue signally patriotic stuff. Like, weren't you telling me the other day that people like got mad about German shepherds during War- World War II? Because no, they were like one. a German thing. Yeah, what? don't you remember when we World went, War One? Remember we went to that great German town in Ohio and had those great um, sauerkraut balls. The like cheese, yeah. And we read about the history of that area. It's <laughs> a big German area. And mm-hmm. during World, yeah. World War One, they like they beat the people up and and attacked them and killed the German shepherds. It was like, jeez. Yeah, that was in was that in Columbus, Ohio? Where was uh, it? It's wherever that great. It was one was. of the sea towns in in Ohio, but I don't remember which one. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was great. Cincinnati, Columbus. Yeah, but anyway, I don't th- this is like remarkably stupid and 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 um, obtuse. It's like, what do you? Are they going to adjust on anything that's sucking? No, they're not going to adjust on Afghanistan because that was the date. That's the date. We're not going to adjust on no drilling because that's what we do. We, we, we don't adjust. This guy is a, a a smokehouse idiot, Biden. This idea that yeah. he, he's that he he can't adjust or pivot whatsoever. I mean, nope. for frig's sake, Bill Clinton saw the writing on the wall and said, "I'm pivoting," and started to work with Newt Gingrich. And and you, there's right. at, you it's an advantageous thing unless you're that unless you're that um, driven. For a golden plate, gold-plated legacy that you say, no, I'm not giving up on anything. We're doing everything. But I don't, like, really get it because it's somehow uh, – he's just driving his own approval ratings and everything further into the ground. I, I don't think people think he's handling Ukraine well. Even I mean, I don't think – I'm not one of these people who's like pro Putin and wants Putin to destroy Ukraine or something. Like there are some of these out there. Uh but you know, I I think that it's silly to to do these things like with the vodka and whatever and like I think that a lot of the rhetoric out there is silly. A, re- a lot of the things people are believing right now about Ukraine are silly and and I I, I don't think that people think Biden's handling it well, even if they're like super pro Ukraine. You know, you have these other people who like want us to do more. You have crazy people saying like we need to go in there and establish a no fly zone over Ukraine. Like, are you nuts? Are you absolutely freaking nuts? Like, we do not need to be at war with Putin right now. Adam Kinzinger is like going on shows and saying this, that we need to set up a no fly zone there. Like, are you out of your mind? I don't. I the people that are like itching to go to war here, I don't get them, and I don't get the people that are like pro Putin either. I, because there's a bunch of these too. I, I don't get it. Nick Fuentes had this event this week, this yeah. uh, the America, the America First political action conference, which is like sort of set up to compete with CPAC, where he's banned from, and. Uh, I don't know, but like I don't see how you're the America First pack and you have people chanting Putin at your speeches. Like Putin. I, I Putin. just think that like, they're. I think that's I, odd. I think that these are young guys who um, who are trying to show how badass they are. Kind of like a. I don't want to because I love Barstool and I think it's a great culture. 
the Barcelona does mm-hmm. what guys should be doing: loving sports, loving getting drunk, betting, and loving trying to hook up with chicks. That's an American man thing to do, you know. And you can call it base and 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 brute and boorish or whatever, <clears throat> but it's at least a normal thing to do. They're out there doing it. These these guys, for <clears throat> the Fuentes guys. First of all, he's just a charismatic troll who's very comfortable as a broadcaster. Very charismatic troll. <clears throat> and so they love that he's being a troll, and they're not being in, in the real world. So they love the fight, the idea that people are calling them uh, QAnon or calling them this or that in, in white supremacists on Twitter. They're like, oh, yeah, dude. We, like, they love it. They love the, the fact that they're like having Yeah. People. But most of these talked- guys, and if you look at them, if you look at them, most of these guys – are not guys spending a whole lot of time uh, taking advantage of their youthful, fresh out of the wrapper, good looks and meeting people and networking and meeting women or whatever. These guys are fat at an age where you should probably not be so fat. These are guys who just, I mean, these are losers. Just want to, we just want to be trolls, man. And all that matters is that the dude's Instagram live, you know, uh, it gives a nod towards the Holocaust so that he can shock people. It's like, God, it's so yeah, boring. No, so I did, I had, I talked to somebody that's like a Gen Z person that really likes Nick Fuentes and is like all about it. And I I was like, I just don't get like, I, I'm not into like Holocaust humor and like, so I just, and like joking about like Hitler being actually good. Like, I, I don't get where the humor is. And they were like, oh, no, it's just edgy Zoomer humor, whatever. Like, you don't understand. He doesn't – it's not really what you think it is. And, like, a lot of people say that. Like, even about the clips we've played of him before where he's, like, joking about Hitler or whatever and, like, everyone's shocked on Twitter. And, like, there's a ton of people in the comments that are like, you don't get what he's doing here. It's like some 4D chess of humor like super ironic does he mean it does he not mean it like that that we can't understand because we're not in the world and it's probably true that we don't understand it and i think on some level it is just like a desire to be edgy to like shock but it also like goes a little beyond like so in his speech at this thing this week he was Uh, not give too much attention to this well i think it's important to like talk about because it's you know i it this happened. Marjorie Taylor Greene was there, you know? Oh, this is. Well. <coughs> well, well, what? She's an idiot. Yeah, but I mean, like, people like <clears throat> Michelle Malkin defends Fuentes all the time, and, like, people, mainstream people that we like still have her on all the time. Like, she. And I, I've always liked Michelle Malkin a lot. I think she's great. But I think that it's important that people realize, like, when she's defending him, like, what he's really what he's about like what the type of stuff he's saying out there because i i do think that it's important to like talk about the things people are saying like within the right wing universe to kind of like to just mentally be able to like think about where you draw your lines you know what i mean i guess so but i just i it's hard for me to countenance these people who who haven't done anything like who, uh, who spend their anybody who's who builds their whole persona just by being an online presence. I don't have, I can't respect that. Yeah, to me, you still have to do something outside of the matrix. You have to have done something real, 
and I don't, or else I don't get it. Like, I, yeah, but their I'd movement rather is talk bringing about, in like, people. I'd rather talk about Sean Penn, who, although a communist jerk and, and like lifelong a hole, goes out physically and does stuff. <laughs> True. True. But I mean, I think they're attracting people to their movement who do do stuff. Like, they had Marjorie Taylor Greene there. They had Joe Arpaio there. They had this rapper, Bryson Gray, there, you know, which I, I think obviously like cuts against the thing that they're white supremacists, clearly, because Bryson Gray is very much not white at all. Um, but I think that, I don't know. I, I just, I find. extremism on both sides of the aisle. I find it interesting, like, the types of people that are attracted to those movements, the types of things they think, like, what they say. And, you know, I'm intrigued by it. And I'm intrigued by people that have gotten sucked into that, too. Like, like Michelle Malkin, who I have have always had a lot of respect for and really liked. And I feel like she got, like, invasion of the body snatchers, like, replaced. You know what I mean? Like somebody like replaced her brain like it's really strange because the type of stuff that she says now is just like not even normal i don't really get it what happened to her i mean do you think like with michelle malkin it's like pure grift and she's no just, i don't like, think so i think that she started to go in a slightly different direction remember when we were at cpac and you remember oh, no uh in at the fair thing in dc fair, yeah hold their feet to the fire right comments. and i was interviewing her and you snuck down with the whole family to meet mm-hmm. her and she was sweet took with pictures kids. with her yeah she was and awesome. she was awesome and just sweet and lovely and she was great but during mm-hmm. the conversation she kept trying to drive it back to the pelletier thing at at uh boston children's, children's right. yeah Kept trying to move it back there, and she kept them. They were filming me during it. She wanted to use my questions as, or my comments as, uh, on a way how, into that story, right? And how terrible the hospital is being, this and that, this and that. And I hadn't fully embraced the whole the 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 given nar- narrative of the story, and uh, and I wasn't for, and I was obviously I'd, I was very much against the hacking of Children's Hospital and the DNS attack, whatever. So. So I found like that to be interesting that there, that she was kind of agenda then, but I've I, but I've talked to her a number of times and I've always loved her. But I stopped running her stuff at the Lois Hunt when she started hanging out with uh, Fuentes. I just cut it off and said nope, no more, because I I can't have that. It's, it's it's I mean I don't have the time to know the nuances of his cookie jokes about the Holocaust. I don't have the time. I'm employed. I know these fat asses <laughs> who are all think he's awesome are not employed or, you know, are doing Instacart like twice a week. And so, you know, they get all the like the inside wink, wink, trolliness of the whole thing, dude. And that's great for them. But I'm employed. I don't have time to, to parse deeply into how he was mocking the Holocaust, but not really, dude. Don't be cringe. It's like, shut up. Whatever, kid. I got no time for that crap. I do think he's a dangerous dude. I do think that he's a, a hugely, hugely talented communicator, and I do think he's going to be a big problem in this country. I do. I think hmm. I don't flag too many people in the world, but I flag him as being somebody who's trouble, trouble because he's talented. Um, uh, let's see. What else is there, Ali B? Um, uh, just normal blue check antics on Twitter, more bad takes on Ukraine and Russia and your buddy, Matthew Dowd. You love him. What is he up to? 
He tweeted out, let me make this perfectly clear. Putin is Emperor Palpatine. The Ukrainian people and all those who stand up for democracy around the world and here in America are Ray Skywalker, Jin Erso, and the Rebel Alliance. Pick your side. Why does he need to be um, incarcerated for the rest of his life, Alice? Um, uh, I don't know why does he need to be. Why does he need to be incarcerated for the rest of his life? Because he didn't use Luke Skywalker and the original goddamn right, Alice. Goddamn right. (laughs) Because he's with Ray Skywalker and Jin. Ray Skywalker. What the fuck is a Ray Skywalker or a Jim Urso? Jin Urso, yeah. That doesn't exist. That's from the one we watched. That doesn't exist. Broke one thing. Doesn't exist. That piece of crap. My God, what a! I'm gonna try to see if I can if I can attack him. God, in general, I think serious pundits should shy away from uh, using like Harry Potter and Star Wars and you know. just that whole genre of stuff, like things that are for children Ray as their Skywalker. <laughs> oh my God. This guy's older than me. Ray Skywalker. <laughs> um, and NPR uh, has like one of really the better takes, I think, that I've seen out here. Um, if you thought that, uh, you know, that, that Joy Behar is being upset about Ukraine because she's going to have to put off her Italy vacation was bad. NPR has a wonderful piece out about five ways to cope with the stressful news cycle about Ukraine. Russia invaded Ukraine this week, and the world seems to have shifted. Even after weeks of bracing for an attack, global tensions, and diplomatic attempts to stave off invasion, the reality of conflict is always a shock to the system. There are still so many more questions than answers. How did we get here? What does this all mean? Or what does this mean for my life? We've been asking ourselves the same things. What we have to offer you is the simple truth that sometimes when you don't have all the answers, it's okay to look for what you can control and seek comfort where you can. While we wait for more information, don't forget to care for yourself in other ways. Breathe. If you're oh, feeling breathe. your body- <laughs> Did you send this to me, by the way? Yeah. Yes. Oh, breathe. Did you realize Breathe. That? Breathe. If you're feeling your body contracting or overheating, step away from whatever you're doing and take a deep breath. Uh, They give you a five-finger breathing exercise that you can do and some meditation and mindfulness exercises. Here's their second tip. Get moving. Do something that feels good for your body and helps get you out of your head. We've got lots of tools to help, whether it's deep cleaning or comfort decorating to create a cozier space. Tips on learning a new skill or jump-starting your exercise routine. Have you thought about doing a little comfort decorating to help you cope with the trauma of Ukraine? You know, maybe the Ukrainian people should do a little comfort decorating since they seem to be under more stress than most of the people here. Let's see what else. Nourish yourself. (laughs) This one's for you, Tom. The kitchen is a safe space for a lot of us. Maybe this is the weekend you... Maybe this is the weekend you finally recreate Grandpa's famous lasagna or learn how to make a prettier pie or just lose yourself in some kitchen organization. Oh, God. Oh, I love that. I love it. Stay connected. 
When the news is scary, it's easy to get lost in our own heads, reach out to loved ones. It could look like sitting down to write an actual letter, spending time with neighbors, playing games with family, or even taking the time to write down generational stories. If your little ones are struggling to go to bed at the end of the day, talk to them about the heavy news head on. Or sign off. Remember, it's okay not to be plugged into the news by turning off your alerts or checking the headlines once or twice a day. Yes. Since when are we paying for a life coach? (laughs) You may feel more grounded and prioritize yourself and loved ones. Uh, Let's see. Life Kit is positioned in the NPR newsroom. Is, uh, as a service journalism team, it's our mission to not only inform you, but be helpful. We deal not only in cold, hard facts, but also in caring and in kindness. In this turbulent time, we invite you to do the same. It's important for all of us to stay informed citizens in the world and also to remember, take it easy on yourself and on each other. Wait a second. I, I'm seeing the Twitter and it says, the kitchen is a safe space for a lot of us. Maybe this is the time that you finally recreate a family recipe or just maybe you learn how to make a prettier pie or maybe just lose yourself to a quiche reorganization. Uh, it In the article, it says kitchen reorganization, but I think that's just a typo that says kitsch, like kitschy. Oh, really? Like, yeah, but that's not it. In the article, it says kitchen reorganization. So, yeah. So, thank you for those tips, NPR. I really appreciate that. That's very... Uh, you know, I think that was, I just, I can't believe how freaking self-absorbed Americans are. There's a bunch of people dying in a terrible, pointless war that's doing nothing good for anybody. And like, NPR is like, is the fact that people are dying in a war stressing you out? Maybe it's time to reorganize your kitchen cabinets. Like, it's just freaking wacko. I can't believe that actually, like, made well, it know, past. Maybe that's Don't good. they probably employ a bunch of, like, sensitivity editors and stuff? Shouldn't someone have said, like, this is an insane article to publish. Please don't do this. Oh, you know what? Maybe it'll be helpful to Ukrainians. To lose ourselves in the kitchen reorganizations. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, do a little uh, comfort cleaning. It always makes me feel better when bombs are falling on me. Or, you know, when I just have to hear about bombs falling on somebody else. It's also crazy to me because it's like the Americans would even, it would even occur to them to be like, I'm so stressed out that this thing is happening to other people. Like, I mean, I know I said it was like surreal the other day and everything, but it shouldn't just like make you feel grateful that there's not bombs falling on you. And like, I mean, like I wasn't like stressed and had to do comfort cleaning because of it. Like, I don't know. I still went to work. I, I, whatever. I can't, I can't. Everybody's, everybody's crazy. Everybody's crazy and they're self-absorbed. And like the Ukraine thing is just like, if you're an American liberal, the Ukraine thing is exactly the right opportunity for whatever message you already had in mind, whether it's how we need to do more about climate change or we need to, you know, what are their other things that they're saying about they can't travel to Italy or they need to do some mindfulness meditation, all those things. All those things. Should we switch over to our Patreon listeners? All right, bro. I think it's I think a good it's idea. it's just about that time we of the evening. So- All right, guys. Thank you so much, everybody, by the way, as usual. 
as usual. Now, I can't really hear Tom's music that well, so I'm not probably going to hit the post, but if you go to patreon.com slash burn barrel, you can sign up there. We do do a bonus show once a week. Hold on. Who do you think you are? What? Who do you think you are? What do you mean? I'm not going (laughs) to hit the post. I'm not going (laughs) to nail it this time. God, the pretense. Really? Anyway, you can find do us you, on all our you, social you media. Felt, you must have felt. We're, we're at must Burn Barrel Pod on Twitter. Unsure of yourself as you threw that out. Yeah. Oh my God, you're not hitting the post. Hit the post. Jesus. You would hit the truly. Thank you so much, everyone, as always. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details hi this is Paige from giggly squad and i want to talk to you about splash refresher and my water intake okay so you guys obviously know that i'm a hydrated girly but sometimes when you drink that much water it starts to just taste bland and you're just like i need something to spice it up that's why i love splash refresher It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game, and it's good for you. When it comes to clothes, Having pieces that you can wear anywhere is a must. That's why American Giant makes clothing that fits your life seamlessly, with quality you have to feel to believe. Whether you're stocking up for any weather or picking up a special gift, you'll find an impressive selection of staples to choose from. So whether you're on the hunt for a heavyweight hoodie, a fleece jacket, or a hardworking pair of warm sweatpants, American Giant has what you're looking for. Each American Giant piece is designed to last and created with commitment to doing things better. And all their products are made right here in America. Because keeping things local ensures the kind of quality you'll feel and appreciate for years to come. Discover the American Giant difference today. Shop Wear Anywhere Closet Staples at American-Giant.com. And get 20% off your order when you use code ANYSTYLE24 at checkout. That's 20% off at American-Giant.com. Promo code ANYSTYLE24.